0: kind of drive you only got a couple of pies left the last you are inside the, the
1: raw Spring. report on KBLA talk 1580 where we bring you the latest in entertainment news trending topics and interviews i'm your host robin ayres with you all monday through friday and it is friday happy friday to you all um thank you so much andy that's that's friday energy right there that is friday energy andy is always bringing it. Truly appreciate that about him. I hope you guys are having yourselves a lovely, wonderful week and for sure weekend. I hope you are going into the weekend feeling, you know, pretty good about yourself. I know I am. Um. Wow. OK, so we did it. I feel like we actually had some really great conversations this week. We had some great conversations, great uh, contributors, as always. That's nothing new. But um, it was really nice. And I'm telling you, yesterday's conversation lit up. Y'all yesterday, yesterday's (laughs) yesterday's conversation really lit up. It was, it was nice. Um, And so hopefully today we're going to get that same type of engagement. And if you want to engage with us, feel free to call us at any time. You can uh, do that by calling 1-800-920-1580. You could also join us right now, as I see some of you guys doing right now over in our YouTube, which is KBLA 1580, the raw report. Um, you know, with Robin Ayers, you can go ahead and always check that out and invite other people to join the community because that's what it is over here on YouTube. I always appreciate you guys uh, just so that you know. Um, here is something very interesting that's happening right now. It is Kim Porter's birthday. Kim Porter is the, the uh, woman who was with Diddy for many, many years. She's also had children with Diddy and um, she has passed away. That, that was a few years ago. And Diddy took to his Instagram just not so sure it was the smartest thing to do because he wished her a happy birthday. Of course, you would think he's been doing that ever since she's been um, she's she's passed away. Uh, But this year hits a little bit differently because all of these allegations have come out that he was, you know, allegedly abusive with her as well as, you know, other women in his life. So he said Happy birthday to him and, and the fans weren't happy. They were not having that whatsoever. So uh, we do wish her a happy birthday, a happy heavenly birthday to Miss Kim Porter. Um, uh, Not many more details, not many more updates that I want to give to you guys. So I do want to go ahead and jump straight into the Raw Report. Andy, let's get to it.
2: Now it's time for a breakdown.
1: So we are talking about this is going to be an interesting one. And please, if you have anything that you'd like to weigh in on, uh, as well as my wonderful contributor who's on the line with us. If you have something that you want to say towards this conversation, please feel free to jump in here. You can write your comments in YouTube or you can call us again. That number is 1-800-920-1580. Well, uh, comedian and actress of that really popular show Abbott Elementary, uh, Janelle James. She's under fire. She's under fire, and unfortunately, it's for a stand-up special that she had done that has resurfaced. And um, there's a, a snippet where she's joking about playing with her youngest son's genitalia. It's not a good look because people are obviously, you know, they're 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 coming against her, they're totally coming at her online. But the question is what is too much for a comedian these days? Like, you know, we're so sensitive in this time right now, obviously for obvious reasons, we understand it's a different day and age, right? But, this has been the conversation when you talk about the Dave Chappelle's and Chris Rock's and all of these comedians who want to have the freedom of their speech and the the creativity. That is their art form. It comes out in comedy. She is saying pretty much the same thing. She's using her creativity and her words to put together something very nicely in, in terms of comedy. But it didn't sit well in 2023 when people are uh, saying, listen, that is not funny because it's just not funny. We'll talk about that on the other side. We're also going to talk about Rapper and entrepreneur Meek Mill. He's also the co-chair of Reform Alliance. And uh, it, it's something wonderful that's happening. I've talked about this several times on this show. And I've been following this for several years now. But Reform Alliance, we'll talk about that. What's going on. And the fact that he got really emotional over um, on video. And he says he he doesn't even really get emotional. And so we'll talk about why he did. And I have questions about this as well in the in the era of fat joe um who's lied he says about 95 percent 95 percent of his raps uh i have questions about you know meek mill and 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 you know people like meek mill so we'll get to that all on the other side you are listening to the raw report on kbla talk 1580 stay right there
2: yo what's going on it's your boy eric bellinger hanging out right here with my family at the raw report
0: keep it locked (laughs)
1: Well, I am excited to have with us Miles Blocks and Miles to Mogul on the line with us at the Rob Report. Hello to you, Miles. How are you? Hello. Thank you for the horns. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, that's all Andy right there. That's all. <laughs> that's a, I don't even get the horns, Miles. I don't, get the, I don't get the. OK, that was for me. Thank you so much. Andy. That for you. <laughs> you got to know. I mean, he is he is on point. I appreciate that so much, Andy. Um. Miles, really good to hear from you. And uh, I'm looking forward to having this conversation with you because uh, right now I'm just I'm just going to go ahead and ask over here in our YouTube and I want to know where you stand with it. We're about to get into a conversation Um about Janelle James, and I'm sure as you, you've probably seen, it's going viral online. People are definitely mm-hmm. not liking the things that Janelle James had to say about her son's genitalia. Now, obviously, this was a couple of years ago, but it has resurfaced. This was from a Netflix special um, that was in 2021 called The Stand-Ups. And... Um, some people thought it was just funny and her she's being comedic and she's just flexing her her comedic chops. Others are saying that's distasteful, it's inappropriate, especially if if a man was talking about was saying the same thing about his daughter, you
3: mm-hmm. know, it mm-hmm. just
1: seems inappropriate. Let's go ahead and listen to the clip and then we can break it down from there. Let's take a listen. Not a lot
3: of bottle, my youngest son. Got it now. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know he had it. D- they say you blink and you miss it, it's true. I didn't know he had it. D- I was sitting on the edge of my bed and he ran by from the bathroom to, his, I guess he forgot his towel or whatever. And I was like, what the f- was that? Like, it blew my mind. I did that's a d- What? What? That's a d- that need a job, okay? okay. Can't be walking around all that no income. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> he used to have a pee pee. You know, last time I saw it, it was a pee pee. Change the, change the diaper, you play rhythm guitar on the pee pee. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Well, the parents in here that's
1: the best part about having a baby boy Ding. okay i can't I can't lie. I laughed all right. I laughed at it. It was a funny joke. um miles, give me your thoughts. are you one, where do you stand with this' Because really I, I don't from what I've gathered, there are not many people who are in the middle on this. You either feel like she's just being a comedian. leave her alone let her let her talk about her son's genitalia. It's funny, it's a joke, or you're saying, listen, in these days and times that doesn't even sit right. tell me where where you stand with it man, this is such a hard one because I thought she started off really strong
4: with her joke. Yeah. Like, at the beginning, it was like, oh, okay, this thing needs a job. I get that. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. But when you start talking about the rhythm guitar and the diapers, that's when it's kind of like, okay, there's no more laughter there. Like, where, what are we talking about right now? Yeah. And I completely get the whole, you know, the whole thing of people saying, like, what if this was a guy talking about his daughter? Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, Thinking, like, looking at it from that perspective and thinking about it, it's like, ah, maybe kids are, they, they got to be kind of like, uh, I don't know, to a certain extent, they got to be off the table, right? Mm-hmm. Unless we're talking about the general topics that comedians cover, like, them going to school, or I know Kevin Hart has jokes about how his kids with him versus their life with their mom is completely different. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we're just in a very sensitive time these days, and people have to be really sure before they go up there and deliver, you know, this big thing to this audience of people and knowing that this will never go away. Because we're in the day and time where whatever you say, say, sticks with you forever. So mm-hmm. if you're going to say it, you got to, like, stand on it. You know what I mean? True. So it's, like, one of those things where, like, some people are going to laugh at this all the way through. And some people are going to start off laughing and the laughter is going to eventually fade. You know what I mean? And some people are just like, how dare her? So it's just so, it's so many ways to look at it. Yeah. And for me, it's like, okay, I get it. Some of it was funny, but on the, on the flip side, it's like, okay, man talking about his daughter, not so funny. So like, yeah. now I got to check myself and be like, okay, where do I spend? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's like a right. whole
4: internal thing that just happened right now. That's, right now. that's absolutely but yeah. correct.
1: You know, it's interesting when I, when I, when I listen to the clip and I've heard it now a few times. Everybody starts off with like this, 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 this gut laugh because you can almost picture it. You can imagine. Like, I mean, it's funny. She says, he runs by and she's like, what was that? Because she, you know, like she and you're right, Forrest Forrest Harrison over here in our YouTube says when you break down what she's saying is that her son has grown up before she realized it. That's absolutely what it is. Yeah, he he was a baby one minute and then the next thing next thing you know, he's running by with no towel and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize he had grown up. And so she's making jokes about that and I felt like everybody was on board because that's funny. That is really funny. It's relatable. But then where it turned was her talking about when he was a baby and she's like playing the uh-huh. guitar on his genitalia and making a little song about it. You can you can audibly hear how uncomfortable it gets in the audience. Some people are like, oh, oh, oh you know, like, they don't know if you right. should laugh, if that's, if they're going to be inappropriate by laughing at that, you know, you just, uh-huh. you, you can kind of hear it in the audience. And I think I, here's the thing. There's two things that I wanted to re- respond with. Um, you are right in that a comedian almost has to be spot on. They have to be so sure that this is going to hit home. And most of these comedians, they do all of their due diligence. They go out and they um, they work out is what they call it. They uh-huh. have they work out in the in the clubs, the local clubs. They'll go and stop by and just try it on different audiences and see how it hits. so especially before you go do a stand-up Netflix special you know I'm sure she's Mm -hmm. had to tell that joke a number of times so maybe overall people think that the in in its entirety that the joke is funny and I would agree with that the question is how I mean it is exactly what you said Miles like where do I stand as a person who says you know what? But if this was a man talking about his daughter, I wouldn't be okay with that. So why why is it okay for a woman to talk about that about her son, comedian or not? Mm-hmm. I would see it totally different. And so, what is that fine line? And are we creating um, a fine line for these comedians to? We're we're sort of chopping them off at the knees. It seems um, that we used to give them all this flexibility, and um, and and now I just feel like we're we're sort of taking that back from them.
4: Absolutely. I mean, if you go back and look at like Richard Pryor specials, our Eddie Murphy specials from back in the day, mm-hmm. um, you're like, I don't, and even Bill Cosby back in the day. I don't know if people of today's society could handle those jokes at all. Mm-hmm.
3: You mm-hmm. know what I mean?
4: They probably would be blacklisted too, to a certain extent, because there was so much that you were able to say back then that we can't say anymore.
1: But okay. So you are right. I agree with you. Um, Let's take a look at what happened with Kevin Hart. Remember when Kevin Hart, who is a known comedian, that's how, and that's how we were introduced to him as a comedian, not an actor, not anything else. We mm-hmm. were introduced to him as a comedian. So he's always been funny. So I mentioned right. that to say when he was on Twitter many years ago and he was tweeting these sort of like obscenities about his, his own son, calling his son or, you know, he was making mm-hmm. – um, You know, he was trying to say I I even forget what the jokes were, but he was saying things about his son being gay and he's he bet not be gay. And he's joked about that in his standups before. Now, he was saying these things on Twitter and years later when he was being considered as the host for I believe it was the Oscars so many people pulled back up those those tweets and they were like, he is homophobic, he shouldn't be allowed, you know, to move forward. And it had been years. He says that he's evolved as a person and his comedy he had evolved. How fair is it or unfair to your, you know, to your understanding that we do do this? It is this whole cancel culture thing based on what Hmm. you may have done in the past.
4: I don't think it's fair because we don't give each other room to grow if we're judging, you know, about something from... You know, eons ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, like society has changed since then. Mm -hmm. Just like I said earlier, like, you know, when Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor and all them started out, like you could say anything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When Kevin Hart even started out, like we were still we were not as sensitive Mm -hmm. when he started out because he would have got blasted then. But he's not. He didn't get blasted until more recently because we've changed as a society. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's one of those things where, like, we—I don't think it's fair to go back and dig up stuff and bring it up now because we're not even the same people that we were anymore. Like, and he's not
1: either. That's what I'm so saying. <laughs> you you yeah, and I fair. aren't the same. We've all evolved. This is okay. Yeah. So this goes, hand, Andy. Do we have the? Um, there's a scissor clip. Do we have this scissor clip? I want to get to the, it's, it's a great transition. We have a few minutes, so I, I, I definitely want to play this. Um, Fahima, it. I want to get to the to the point um, that she made a little earlier. She says, Janelle James told that joke on Netflix special a while ago. People are reaching, as the joke may have been in poor taste, but not sexual in nature. Um, she ended up she ended with the needs to, that when he needs to get a job. Absolutely. Um, she also says, back in the day, men have made jokes that they couldn't do today about their daughter yeah i mean i think the Mm -hmm. times have changed but okay so we're going to get we're going to play this sizza um sizza is this r&b beautiful songstress and right now she's she's doing great things on the charts famous woman um and she talks about how she hates fame and the reason i'm tying these two together is had janelle james not been As she, I don't even consider her super famous, but she's on a really popular series. A lot of people still don't even know who she is. But if she didn't have a name, say if she was just an up and coming, you know, sort of, uh, com, uh, Comic and she comedian. was doing her, yeah, comedian. Mm-hmm. She was st- doing her stand up, but in the local um, markets and stuff, people wouldn't be sweating her the way that she is. But it's because she has some form of celebrity that uh, people are coming at her. So that ties right into this SZA topic. Uh, let's go ahead and take a look. Listen to what SZA had to say. This actually surprised me.
4: I hate being famous. It sucks. I hate scrutiny. Like, I'm still the shy person from high school. I hate being perceived. I hate coming outside. Mm-hmm. I don't want to party. I don't want anybody to even look at me, honestly. I don't want to take pictures. I hate being on video. It's the bane of my existence. It makes <laughs> me really, really uncomfortable to a way that, like, like I cry. <laughs> I love connecting with people
1: in the crowd mm-hmm. when, like, I feel like it's really near you right now. And I go eye to eye with so many people during this show. And it's like, it's something about tour that it makes the love like real. Oh my goodness. Does this not tie in or does it? I mean, I am sure that so many people love their art and they love with their 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 talent and that they're able to give it to the world. But if they could, they would take that celebrity thing and throw it in the trash. And, and I think it's, a, <laughs> it's so unfair. You know, I think SZA, Andy was making a great point that this is sort of a trend. You see a lot of people who deal with anxiety. Ari Lennox, she has talked about it so many times. She hates what comes along with being a celebrity. And to your point, Miles, that you were making is, I also believe that it's totally unfair that you and I may be able to get away with something and not be blasted all over the Internet and certainly not appear resurface years later if we said something or did something that was out of line. But these people, what do you what do you think about that? Like the fact that you're the fact that you chose to take your gift and share it with the world and that has become the way that, that you've been known, you know, you're now famous or a celebrity or whatever the case, um, the fact that they have to move a little bit differently and choose what they do and put out there a little bit differently just based on like a cancel culture and people bringing things back up in the, in the future. What do you? What's your take on that?
4: Yeah, I think that like, you know, when people first start off and they have their gift they do actually want to be famous at first and then they get into it and they're like, Oh, hold up. This is not what I thought it was. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to show up. I got to always be on. So I think there's a big part of them that does want it at first, but then when you actually get exposed to it, it's like, no, no, no. And then I think the other side of that is like with the fans and the people that have all of this stuff to say, like they kind of, in some ways, envy that fame and they're doing anything to make this person look, less perfect Mm. in their eyes Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like you did this you did that like we're so quick to judge them and it's because they're on these pedestals and we're like oh we're comparing ourselves to them all the time like oh they're better than us they think they're better than us well let me let me bring up this clip from seven years ago
0: Mm. you know what i'm
4: saying somebody brought up that clip from whenever because they were feeling some type of way like why like, mm. why is it coming out now? Right. Yeah. So I think it's just like two sides to it. And I'm not saying every person that's famous wanted to be famous. But I think that that's a part of it sometimes when you're going into something like that, because, you know, the end result. If I get put on, if I get signed to a major record deal, I get all these streams and all this stuff that I want. Like, that's what comes along with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know that before. You can also be an underground artist. And just do move the way you want to move. Cause there's a lot of those too, right? Mm-hmm. Like you get to decide. And then we also see a lot of big stars like your Kendrick Lamar and your Jay Cole. You don't see them all over TMZ. Mm-hmm. You don't, you don't see paparazzi following them everywhere. You can choose to move the way that you want to move. That's true. And that, I feel like that's on you. You know what I mean? Like you figure that out and you, you're able to do that because you can't say that there's not because there's so many stars that actually do move that way mm-hmm. you know what I mean there's so many that don't and there's so many that want more attention than they're already getting that is so, a fact I think it's, just, mm-hmm. I think it's just up to the person and what they want like what they really want and I think it's easy as a human to go into something thinking you're going to get one result and get something different and it's okay
1: to change your mind
4: you yeah, know what I mean but totally like,
1: agree you know mm-hmm. yeah, yeah no you so, are absolutely right I agree with you you're spot on about it um uh, yeah, you're right. And, and the people that you named who are famous, but they, they are kind of out of sight, out of mind, and they and they just poke their head back in when they want to drop a record or whatever. I mean, I'm starting to understand that more and more. Um, right now, though, it looks like 57 percent of you all say that Janelle James's comments were distasteful or inappropriate. And 43 percent of you say it was just comedic. Um I understand both. I mean, I hate to even, you know, ride the fence like that, but I do understand both. I mean, for the most part, I want to let comedians be comedians because I, I laugh. I even laugh at inappropriate things because if it's funny, it's funny. I don't care. <laughs> right. I mean, like I said, I laughed at her joke. I thought it was funny. However, right. um, the whole the only reason why I say it could be seen as inappropriate is because when I flip it in my head and I think about a man saying that about his, his daughter, it makes me uncomfortable. Andy, let's be brief.
0: <laughs> she obviously has haters because they're digging up dirt because if that's the case y'all got to get rid of everything Eddie Murphy you got to get rid of everything Richard Pryor all of our forefathers (laughs) in this comedic game you got to get
1: rid of all of that yeah oh man okay well we we got we got to touch on that we got to touch on that when we come forward (laughs) listen right now we got news traffic and sports you're listening to the raw report on KBLA talk 1580 stay right there hey what's going on
2: y'all it's your boy Lil Real right now I'm hanging out with Robin on the raw report that's right
1: you are inside the Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, let's go ahead and continue this wonderful conversation that we've been having. If you're just joining us, welcome on in here. We're talking about Janelle Mo Janelle, I was about to say Janelle Monet. Nope, but Janelle James. <laughs> she wouldn't appreciate that. Okay, Janelle James, comedian, actress, who um, was joking about playing with her son's genitalia when he was a baby. And um, it looks like right now, 70% of you say, yeah, that wasn't cool. That was distasteful. It was inappropriate. And others, uh, the rest of you are saying, you know what? It was comedic. And I get that. Let me ask you one question. We've got Miles Blocks in here with us as our entertainment contributor. So the question that I have for for you, Miles, before we move on and get into this Meek Mill, uh topic, um, is it, do you feel like... The only people who are uh, are targets right now or able to be canceled or, you know, have these things pulled up on them. Because we mentioned Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy and all of them. But they're from a different, they're from a, a whole different school, a whole different era. Do you feel like the people born, their fame born in cancel culture are the only ones who can be a target? Ooh, I know. Fame, it makes you think, but- huh?
4: Yeah, it does make you think. So you're saying the people, the newer people, can they only be a target, right? Basically?
1: Right. However long we've been talking about cancel culture, those people who yeah. sort of, you know, grew to fame Came within that. that time, yeah. I wonder your thoughts. Yeah, no, I think, I think so. I really, really think so
4: because I think the other ones have established themselves for so long mm-hmm. that they're just already like emerged into this lifestyle, into this world, and at mm-hmm. this point. You know, like, nothing is really happening. But we do see things like Bill Cosby. You know what I'm saying? Like, we do see things like people getting called out and people getting thrown around. So, like, it can all come crumbling down. Mm. I'm not saying it can't. But I think it just comes down in a different way when people have been in the system for a long time. That's When I say systems, I mean... The fame system, yeah,
1: no, de- <laughs> definitely. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm interested in that assessment that you just made, um, because you put Bill Cosby in there, but maybe because it was such to such a, a great offense, um, but then you still have some people who are like, I'm never going to cancel Cosby because you know the Huxtables are near and dear to me, right? But also, um, think about Dave Chappelle, whose fame was not born in the cancel culture era. When they tried to cancel Dave Chappelle, he was like, I'm uncancelable. You can't cancel me. And so sometimes even when they try, (laughs) it is not effective, maybe because they're Andy. Do you think that there is something to that? There is something to the the fact that Dave Chappelle or anybody like that. And we spoke about the Richard Pryor's and the Eddie Murphy's all, by the way, who said many inappropriate things. They can't be cancel right now because they were just born their fame was born in a different time
0: well you could say dave Chappelle's fame was born prior to cancel culture but him being who he is the 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 the, some people Mm. call him the goat when it comes to comedy Mm kind of you know uh, resurrecting your career now in this cancel culture society Mm -hmm. there's going to be a huge spotlight on you and uh unfortunately for him and I, it'll go for anybody let Eddie Murphy come out and do a comedy special right now mm-hmm. if Richard Pryor you know what I'm saying if you know if he wanted to come out and you know say something and trust me they they would be on him
4: yeah
1: um yeah I think I gotta think on that one but I'm not sure that I agree I think that people may be shocked people may be um they may they they may have their own thoughts and may be appalled. They could be hurt. They could be all kinds of things. As some of these older established uh, comedians, I'm just not so sure that they can uh, succeed in canceling them. That that's just my thought. I don't know, um, I, and I don't want to see. I don't. I'm not for canceling anybody because I do believe in grace. I believe in in uh, allowing people to evolve because we're all human. So that's just where I stand on that. Um. Can we move on and talk about Meek Mill and the fact that he was crying in public? And <laughs> I just, this, this really, let me explain to everybody. This actually means something to me. I have a strong love for, um, men specifically who are, uh, who've been caught up in the criminal justice system. I just do my brother, what my late brother, rest in peace to my, my brother, Arthur, who was, um, he was he was absolutely uh, caught up in the the criminal justice systems and the recidivism rates. Um, th- th- those things, those things are near and dear to my heart. They pain me. So and when I see any black man specifically black men, um, I have a heart towards that. So when I see Meek Mill, who is a rapper, very successful, but he's also the co-chair of Reform Alliance. Reform Alliance is basically uh, an organization that's really trying to um, uh reform the the prison system the probation system and all of that um i love what they're doing and i'm championing what they're doing but this is meek mill at the signing uh this was a a petition that was passed and he's here at the signing telling a little bit about his past let's take a listen
2: yeah every time i crossed the ben franklin to go pick my mom up to take my son to school in new jersey i was actually committing crime the whole time from technical violations and uh i didn't have any way to get around that because i already was in jail my whole 20s my son seen me in prison and I, I wanted to take my son to school so i thought that it's either i'm gonna go to jail i'm gonna take my son to school and you know i end up taking my son to school so mm-hmm. i want to thank you guys here today i don't want to get emotional because mm-hmm. it's a lot You don't gotta clap. Y'all don't, don't, don't gotta clap because I'm at a point in my life like we all grew up in the streets. And we try to be better, but they labeled us felons, mm-hmm. sent us back to jail. I had to fight against that the whole time. To gain my respect and be who I am today, and I'm proud of that. Mm-hmm. And I I don't even really drop tears, but I want to say this because there's a lot of young men that follow me in the street and they don't really know what I go through to like even be in these places with government officials, to even change my life, to get on the stage, to be able to speak for a lot of people. I I didn't ask for this position. I don't want to do it. It's not for clout. It's something that I stand for. and something that I live for and I appreciate y'all for helping me wallow back there.
1: That I, I can't even tell you what that does for my heart. Uh, he tweeted later. He said, I don't know how I cried on the news. I ain't even crying myself. I needed that. Um, beautiful, beautiful, uh, especially when he can be um, transparent in front of all these people. But what I loved is that he's telling his real truth. He used to be in the streets. He used to be, you know, going back to jail and on parole. And now he has come so far and he's really trying to help other people. Um, And I think a lot of people can relate to this. Just um, just if you go to the reform uh, website, they have all these stats. There are currently five point five million people in the criminal justice system. Um, Nearly four million of them are on parole and probation. So this was for a parole, um, a, a parole reform. And um, if you guys are, you know, curious about it, definitely go to Reform Alliance and see what they're doing. There's a lot of notables on there, by the way. Uh, again, Meek Mill is co-chair. Uh, Rick Rubin is co-chair. Um, they have other founding partners, Robert Kraft, uh, Robert F. Smith, Jay-Z. There are people who are doing some major, major things. Um, Number one, I'll, I'll throw this to you really fast, Miles. Um, give me your thoughts. I don't know if it hits home with you like it does for me. But also, recently, we were talking about Fat Joe. And Fat Joe, who admitted that 95% of his raps, are, they were lies. 95% of his raps were lies, is what he said. What? Now, I get it. A lot of people are saying, okay, he's lying because he doesn't want to get caught up. Um, in any future what could be a future future trials where they're using rappers lyrics against them to you know we 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 see that happening right now with Young Thug and his Rico trial but in the era of Fat Joe and other rappers saying now nah, we lied we we've lied about it what do you think about rappers now who are like no that actually is my truth i i did do a lot of these different things it's just that now i'm i'm doing everything that i can to try to change it around for the next generation oh i mean i think it's good that
4: we're seeing them actually be like i'm trying to be better and this is not cool anymore Mm -hmm. because i think for a long time you know they were just saying like this is cool this is where it needs to be at but like generations are watching you young people are watching you so for you to say like actually not so cool trying to change my life around I think that puts us in a better race as a community I mean in a better place as a community you know what I mean yeah. so I, I love that I love the fact that Meek Mill was on live tv and he cried about what happened to him and that's touching everybody mm-hmm. you know like that's okay to cry It's okay to cry no matter who you are it's okay to have feelings it's okay to stand up for what you believe in Mm -hmm. it's okay to not be in the streets and i think that we need to see that Mm -hmm. as a race of people as people because i think so many of us have been caught up in like what we thought was cool and popping and okay and we're getting money but it's like no what are the consequences to this you know what i mean so if we don't have people in those positions stand up and say things like this then i mean like will we ever get better will we ever start doing better will we
1: ever start having real conversations
4: Around things like this,
1: yeah. You know, we, we used to have. Uh, I, I've talked about this for for years now. What are the answers? What are the answers to changing these inner city communities? What helps? You know, because there is this. Um, what do you call it? The rat race, where everybody is on the on the, the mm-hmm. on the wheel. You know, hamster on the wheel. on the hamster mm-hmm. wheel, and everybody is. It, it's this. It's this cyclical. that we see happening generation after generation in in community after community, you can copy and paste, okay, copy, cut, paste, all the communities are in all the states, they're all the same, And, and all the things that are happening within each of those communities are the same as well, so... What is going to change that? What is going to change that? in and, and and the narrative that we believe about the ghetto and the hood. What what is going to change that? And for me, I feel like number one education is it. But even but even you know we t- used to talk about like the the old school like the the OGs and how the OGs used to talk to the young ones and be like, you don't need to be out here. You're smarter. You, you know, you're going to go somewhere in life. We don't necessarily right. see that happening right now anymore. But this is sort of a um, uh, th- this is sort of like how that looks to me on, on in 2023. This looks like rappers and uh, people who are now successful, who used to live that hood life doing well. Number one, doing things to actually make a change and then going back and talking to the community saying, listen, you don't have to be like me. Um, you know, you can make a change and being vulnerable like to to your point into Houston, Texas over here. On YouTube says, you know. Absolutely. So proud of of Meek Mill for being vulnerable. Um, Fahima Sek says uh, he's simply reflecting on how far he's come and now facilitating helping others. That's exactly what it is. And Mm so um, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And these types of things make me so much, you know, more of a fan, you know, just more of a fan of of the person. I'm that type of way anyway. Like I could be a fan of your of your artistry, but I like to really be fans of the person. So I hope we see more. Yeah, I want to see more of this um, and more people sort of joining in. And if you guys have any questions, of course, you can go to ReformAlliance.com. There's all kinds of ways in which you can be involved. And in, in, if this is something that uh, that you have a passion for as well, there's different things that you can do, take action. So, um, yeah, that's that on Meek Mill. And that is that on Miles Bloxson. We love having you here, Miles. Thank you so much for joining us today. <laughs> And um Thanks and for having me. Absolutely. Let everybody know where they can follow you online.
4: Yeah. At miles to Mogul, So that's M I L E S T O M O G U L on Instagram and miles dot So clever. So clever.
1: Okay. Well, we, <laughs> uh, we wish you have a, uh, a wonderful night as well as a beautiful weekend. And I hope I speak with you before the holidays, but if not happy holidays to you and yours. Back at you, Robin. Thank, Thank you for you. having me. All right. Well, when we come forward, we do have a who's got next and what not to miss on the other side. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Stay there.
0: Hey, what's up? It's your girl, BB, and you're listening to me on The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580.
1: Oh, wow. What a great, great uh, show again. yeah, it's been great. I want to th- I appreciate Miles Bloxem for calling in right now uh for the show. It's been fantastic. Let's go ahead and get into our who's got next and this is uh it's it's Beats. I like it. It's I like it a lot. It's called uh Drift by TJ. Take a listen. Okay. Yeah, TJ? Drift. Okay, okay. I'm, I like it. I don't know what y'all think, but I like it. But I'm I'm also a lover of Afrobeat. So uh, shout out to TJ. That's kind of hot like fire. All right. Um, right. Let's talk about what not to miss. Okay, here's the thing. If you are in Los Angeles, this is great news for you. But no matter where you are, this is on a tour. This is now going on a tour. It's the M- MJ the Musical. OK, MJ, the musical Broadway is coming to Hollywood uh, December 21st. That is around the corner. Uh, MJ, the musical celebrating the life and legacy of the king of pop, Michael Jackson. You you may have heard about this because it's all over the Internet. It's all over uh, social media and all of these different things. It seems like it's going to be fantastic. I'm actually going to go December 21st. Showtime is at 8 p.m. at the Pantages Theater here in Hollywood. Uh, again, they are going on on tour. This is its first national tour of MJ the Musical. Uh, it, it's it seems like it's going to be fantastic. And whoever is uh, whoever is playing Michael Jackson, uh, Evan, I believe Evan Hansen, uh, he's got to be he's got to be fantastic. He's got to light it up for sure. So uh, definitely something that you want to check out. Again, that's at the Pantages Theater, and you can just go ahead and Google that, look that up. That's happening. But also, if you are here in Leimert Park, there is snow day. Okay, that is cool. There are. Let let me just get the information for you just so you can know exactly what I'm talking about. What I love, love, love about Leimert Park is they are always having community events uh, right here. Councilwoman Heather Hutt she brings over 120 tons of snow to South LA for a free Lamert Park Snow Night. That's happening right now today and um that's over in uh Lamert Park once again it's it's a snow day. They've got food and carnival rides for all ages vendors and all kinds of things. Uh this is a a beautiful celebratory holiday, you know, holiday thing. So if you are in South LA near Lamert Park, go ahead. It looks it looks festive over there. I saw it. I saw it when I pulled up. It's festive. Um, you guys, it has been a wonderful, wonderful show and a wonderful week with you guys. I appreciate all of your engagement. I thank you guys. Thank you, Brandy. I see you, DJ Black 909. Penny Thompson, thank you. Deborah Chacoa, MJ Scott, I see you. Leela Rucker, I appreciate you. Forrest Harrison and all of y'all um, definitely appreciate you guys tapping in. Make sure that you are with us next week as well because it's going to be lit. And I have a special guest coming to the show. Y'all are going to like this guest. Trust me when I say. Uh, tonight is the best of zoe williams so you make sure that you tune in still got to tap in for a fire show remember today and every day forward be a blessing